Hi, this is Alyssa McNamara-Reed, and I will be your host for the next two hours. Allow me to introduce myself. I am a certified financial planner practitioner and an investment advisor. I am co-owner of McNamara Financial Services, Inc. in Marshfield, Massachusetts. McNamara Financial is a federally registered investment advisor, and by my definition anyway, is a true family business. We work with clients like you every day, regular people that need help making sound financial decisions or people that want one less thing to worry about. I work with clients for a fee based on assets that I manage or an hourly or flat fee for creating financial plans. I am not compensated via commissions unless I have the pleasure of helping someone with their insurance needs. There are some things worth paying for and perhaps a lifetime of financial security is one of them. I of course cannot guarantee that working with me will ensure a secure financial future. McNamara on Money has been a call-in talk radio show since 1990. I love hearing from listeners and there truly are no dumb questions. In fact, I like the simple questions because everyone should have the answer to those. Just don't call me asking for the next hot investment or which market is going to outperform this year. Number one, that's not the nature of this show. And number two, I have no idea. Any advice I give to a caller is meant to be generic in nature and should be verified with his or her own financial professionals. You will hear about a variety of topics on this show that relate to investments and personal finance. We try to cover topics that people can relate to regardless of their net worth or financial situation. And of course, we try to keep it interesting. I would crunch numbers for two hours or spreadsheet cash flows because I'm a total math nerd, but that wouldn't much make for good radio. Instead, I choose to educate people on topics surrounding big financial events in life, like marriage and divorce, kids in college, death of a loved one, career changes, and of course, retirement. I once heard that it is a smart man that knows what he doesn't know. I'm sure it was my dad that said that, and I'm also sure that it applies to women. That is why I invite guests onto my show that have expertise in different areas also related to personal finance. I feel it's important to note that the opinions of these professionals are not necessarily the opinions of McNamara Financial or any of its advisors. As long as we are on the subject of disclosure, I should note that while we may discuss investments and or markets on this show that past performance is not indicative of future results. Thanks for tuning in. And we're back. This is McNamara on Money, the South Shore's very own financial talk radio show. And this is Pamela McNamara sitting in with Mike McNamara this morning. And before we get back, we have a couple of announcements. Tomorrow, Sunday, April 14th, and next Saturday, April 20th, The topics for the radio program will be Marshfield Matters. This is an important program, so we are going to run it twice. Alyssa will be joined by Marshfield Town Council, Bob Galvin, our town administrator, Mike Moresco, and town moderator, Don Gibson, to discuss important Marshfield Matters before the special town meeting on April 22nd. There you go. And that's a good thing. Yes. And a reminder... McNamara Financial Services Social Security Seminar uh, will be held on Tuesday, April 30th at 6.30 p.m. Uh, We'll also, uh, at the seminar, will be Kurt Zarnowski, and it will be held at the Kaskin Flagon on Plain Street in Marshfield. Call McNamara Financial's office at 781-834-2010 or visit the website McNamaraFinancial.com to register. Space is limited. There will be a $10 donation, which will go to the Marshfield Food Pantry. That's a suggestion. And McNamara Financial will match the donation to the Food Pantry. 
And Alrighty. Here folks, we go. folks, we're talking about uh, the do's and don'ts of being laid off. We're talking about hopefully being prepared in advance or damage control after the fact. And we've been kind of hopping around here, but lots of important stuff. This is a call-in talk radio show. Our telephone number is 781-837-4900. Uh, give us a call if you have a question on the subject. Uh, oh, yeah, one other thing. i, I got to put this in the announcements on a regular basis. But uh, we've decided we're going to try to take over the WATD radio station because... Uh, the whole radio station? Well, at least part of it. Uh, okay. So, fo- folks, uh, we this show uh, that we're doing live this morning, we do it from 8 to 10 on Saturday mornings. Uh, and a while back, uh, an opportunity came available to us. So we uh, we now own a 7.30 to 9.30 two-hour slot on WATD on Sunday mornings. Okay, so, oh, so the way... Yeah, so the way I forgot forgot to tell you about that. Sorry no, about I that. guess I, I think I guess you probably I knew that. Yeah. yeah. So so the, the the general routine is that if you missed this show, or if yes. you heard it and want to hear it again, it will normally air the next not tomorrow Sunday, but the week at week the next Sunday. So so this okay. show will air a week from tomorrow, and that's kind of the routine we do oh. about, about ninety percent of the time. Okay, but, you know we uh, we enjoy WATD been here for a long time, and that yes. spot came up, and we said, "What the heck?" And so we, we're trying to get the word out to everybody, and hopefully. Uh, some of the things we've said today and in the past can be helpful for some folks. And so, what the heck? Why not? You know. I believe, if my memory serves correctly, that McNamara Financial uh, Services, uh, McNamara on Money, started out on Sundays. It did a very, very long time. I ago. remember that very yeah. clearly. Okay, why not mess up a Saturday morning as well? Best sort of a thing. What the <laughs> heck? You know, been a long time. Anyways, for folks, so so the subject is layoffs, and and we spent some time at the beginning saying if you were in a perfect world, if you were super financially prepared with this, with lots of emergency reserves and other money and a home equity line of credit with no balance, uh, well, at least all that stress that's associated with the finances, uh, you know, wouldn't be there for. And then if you weren't at all prepared, and we've been talking about some damage control stuff. We're kind of still on the damage control stuff. Just wanted to uh, kind of finish up here. But, uh, but bottom line is that you you do, people will run down to the unemployment office very quickly. But you should also go visit with your uh, human resources department to find out how your health care costs work. Okay. Um, and, and we'll get into that in a little bit more detail in a moment. But health care uh, could, could, could be an additional expense. Okay, for for most folks, and that's just kind of you know how it works. Okay, Uh, as far as damage control, um, you know that we're down to. Okay, if if we exhausted all these possibilities, you know, uh, changing your spouse's withholding, not not having your spouse contribute to a retirement plan, that you know, those are kind of. I want to, won't say panic, but those are you know late in the in the batting order moves that you're gonna to have to make. If if you're down to the, well that's it, and I'm still in trouble, sort of a thing. Well, okay, um, I, I guess the very last uh, very last thing on your list is well, I've got this money in a 401k plan. Uh, I guess I'm gonna to have to go tap it. Okay, uh, that is hopefully something that never happens to anybody, because most folks are undersaved for retirement anyway, 
and to take a chunk of money out of a retirement plan, you know, go get a calculator and do compounding of interest, folks, if you get bored. You know, any amount of money that you take out of a retirement plan could be multiples of that later on in life, depending on how old you are and obviously what you earn. So it's a biggie if you take money out of a retirement plan. But if you are down to the desperate stages, well... That's where you are, and you got to do what you got to do, sort right. of. And a you thing. get a tax whack for that. Right? Well, you get a tax whack, and you may get a tax penalty whack with that. Okay, oh. uh, in, in in the IRA world, okay, if you take money out of your four uh, IRA before fifty nine and a half, there's a ten percent penalty besides the taxes. In the 401k world, you have a little bit of room to work. The last time I checked, and I'm pretty sure this is the case, uh, you can take money out of your 401k without penalty beginning at age 55 if you have been laid off. Okay. Okay, so depending on your age, and I think 55 is the last time I checked, okay, you may or may not have a penalty, but I can assure you, you will have taxes and you know, to, to take X amount of dollars out of a 401k, what people would say is I need, geez, I need $20,000 to get through the year on my 401 Well, first of all, take it out a little bit at a time, okay? <laughs> uh, but if you need $20,000 to get through the year and you decide to take it all at once, well, if you just take $20,000 and don't worry about the taxes, I, I got a newsflash for you, folks. You're going to have a four or $5,000 tax bill next April you didn't know about sort of a thing okay so if you have to take money out of a 401k and by the way you can put it back at a I'm not sure if you can put it I was it just going to ask you yeah. that do you is there a you know I, I don't, you I don't know how that works with 401ks okay I'll have to check okay so sorry but good good question um, but if you take it out Okay, you may have a whopping tax penalty that you don't know about, and you might still be unemployed when that time comes. So I hate to say this, but you know, if you need twenty thousand dollars, go talk to your CPA and say, "Hey, how much money do I have to take out of my IRA if I'm unemployed?" Da, 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 da. Okay, how much tax do I have to withhold? Well, you don't know how long you're going to be unemployed and stuff, right. so so you're going to probably miss on that anyway. But so. Uh, when you're speaking about, when you say IRA and 401k, are the yeah. penalties the same? The tax okay. consequence is the same? Okay, well, the ages are different, but the, ta- okay. the taxes are the same, absolutely. Same. Okay. okay, so so if you're down to that, you're desperate and you got to do what you got to do, uh, but you just probably made some significant trade offs to your retirement, okay? But again, you got to do what you got to do, sort of a thing. But please, at least figure out to the best you can what the taxes might be on that because yeah, you could be even more you know, m- you know, mucked up okay, later on down the line, kind of given the circumstances. Just be careful about that. Okay, um, so you know, don't spend your retirement plan, but if you have to, you got to do what you got to do sort of a thing. Okay? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right, we're going to change gears a little bit here, and this is out of my area of expertise, so I just got some kind of running comments on this. And I, 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 I you know, we talked about the money and the finances here, but yeah. you know, there, are, you know, there are other issues, right? I mean, in terms of how that works. I mean, you know, um, emotionally, psychologically, uh, career-wise. Mm. I mean, those are again. I'm not the family dynamic. Yeah, the, the whole fa- thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. So you know, it's. Maybe this is an opportunity to kind of reevaluate your life. Maybe it was time for change anyway. You know, maybe maybe, maybe you'd be better off. 
you know, next time around, kind of given the circumstances. Okay, so, so you know, maybe you look at it that way, folks, and and hopefully it works out that way for you. Uh, again, out of my area of expertise. Okay, what what I what I am concerned about. Okay, yep. Yeah. Uh, what I am concerned about is that some people get kind of depressed and kind of beat up about this. Uh, and, you know, depending on your mental state, you may, you, you know, you may prog, you know, you procrastinate. That's the word I'm looking for. And or, you know, you might need to t- talk to a counselor and, and, and not an employment counselor about getting through that. It's, it can be a, an emotional and kind of depressing area and maybe it gets to you and maybe you got to go see somebody get your head right before we move on and... You know, don't don't discount that. You know, in terms of a you know part that of the aspect process. of it. Don't yeah, discount yeah, your yeah. Own. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, all right. So, I think uh, let, let, let's move on. We're on page two here, dear. Okay. Yes. Are, are, any and other questions before we leave here? No. Well, I'm. I am curious about h- how do you replace your health insurance, or what? Where do yeah. you go? Yeah. Well, let's now? go right there, right now. Good. Okay. So, health insurance is a biggie. Okay, and. You know, I, I want to be careful here. There are a lot of folks listening to us who have some part of their health insurance premiums covered by their place of work, okay? And, and for many folks, that's a significant number, okay? So I'm just going to make up an example. By the way, health insurance costs are absolutely stupid, okay? You know, uh, uh, a single person, you're talking six or $7,000 a year for like a middle-of-the-road kind of okay health plan. And for a family, you're talking twelve, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen thousand $16,000 a year. The, 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 the costs are absolutely huge and getting bigger, okay? So, you know, if you've been fortunate enough to have your company pay 50% of those costs or even a higher number, well, you may be in for a very unpleasant surprise on the health insurance side because uh, you may, I'm, the, the way that the law works is that you can take, your health insurance through your company will stay in place for up to 18 months, hopefully, but there's a pretty good chance you're going to have to cover all the cost during that period of time. Okay. Okay. So, all right. So the good news is you can stay in the plan, which might be a good one. Yep. Yep. But... The bad news there, is bad you news. have to, yeah, there's right, a, and you're not making any money. Yeah, I, I oh, mean, wow. so if you were fortunate enough when they were paying the bulk of it, you know, you you take twelve, fourteen thousand yeah. dollars cost of health insurance. That's a thousand, fifteen hundred dollars a month for family plan sort of a thing. So all of a sudden, your expenses may go up significantly, and you need to factor that into your budgeting process along the way. I mean, it could be. Even frightening to think about that, but you, you got to deal with that, which is one of the reasons, you know, one of your visits very quickly, I'm going down the unemployment flow place, go visit the human resources department at your company, hopefully you have one, kind of kind of find out some things, and health insurance is obviously the one that people ask. There are others, we'll get to that in a moment or two, okay, but yeah, it, it it's frightening, it's truly frightening, okay, um, maybe you lucked out. And your spouse has a plan at his or her place of work that's a good one. And by the way, maybe, okay, you were on your spouse's to begin with and you won't miss a beat. Or maybe you can go on your spouse's and not miss a beat. 
Okay, some, 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 you know, people think, there are some things that people think about automatically, and this is going to be one of them, which is yep. but just some, something to think about. So, so with a little luck, your spouse has a plan that you're already on or that you can hop on, but if you're out of luck, you're talking about some significant expenses Okay, getting added. This is like a big slap on the face, but you're talking about them getting added to the situation while you're unemployed. Okay, well, that may be a really good reason to sit down with somebody at at the Human Resources Department and say, well, okay, so if it's going to cost me, uh, you know, another $1,200 a month I didn't know about for my my family plan, um, are there ways I can reduce that cost? And, and there may be, you know, we have deductibles in the health insurance business. Maybe, you know, you raise your deductible and pray that you don't have to use it, given the circumstances. So, so health insurance is absolutely huge, okay? Uh, and it could be a non-event or it could be, you know, financially very, very scary kind of a place to be. But you need to look into that and find out how it's going to work. And health insurance, folks, is not a simple business. I get a headache thinking about that. Right. Okay, so so, I'm so you sure. want to talk about the Mass Health Connector? Yeah. Okay. So, so this this is for a long way out, maybe. Okay. Okay. Uh, or or maybe not. Okay. Um, the Massachusetts has a pretty cool website that's pretty user friendly, where you can go look for health insurance as an individual or a family. Okay. Um, maybe even though you can go on that 18-month plan, you can't afford it. Maybe maybe you just got to look for a, maybe your spouse doesn't have a plan. Maybe you have to change health insurance coverage just to survive. The Massachusetts has a website where you can at least get some ideas about what costs are. You can, you know, punch in certain amounts of information and, you know, I want the platinum plan, I want the gold plan, oh. I want the, you know, the lead plan, whatever, sort of <laughs> yeah. thing. But, but you I know. I want the help plan. Okay, and again, it, once you hone in there, at least you can get an idea of what companies and what situations or whatever. But you need, you're going to, you, you may need to talk with somebody about a completely new health plan for a while because you can't afford the other things. And, and Massachusetts has a pretty good resource. Once in a while, I've had the folks from um, that website on the, on the show, and, and they're, obviously they're there for a reason to help out. It's a starting place, but it's a pretty good chance you don't, you know, you don't want to do that on your own. You, want to, you, know, we, you, you use the, the, the web to shop around, but when you get serious, you go talk to somebody sort of a thing, and that's what and I would you go do. talk to somebody, who would that be? No, uh, you, no, you're going to end up talking to a health insurance company. You're going, you know, the, oh. the, 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 that, that's the way it works. You can look at plans and say, geez, I think this plan with this insurance company looks about right. Well, you pick up the telephone and you start asking questions about it sort of a thing. Okay. So, but it's, it's just a maze and it's just difficult, but it just kind of is what it is. So. so so COBRA, I remember. COBRA is a government, I forget what the initials stand for, but basically you can hang on to your health insurance for your company for 18 months. Okay. But you may have to pay for all of it, which can be a shock yeah. to a whole lot of people. Okay? <sighs> yeah, I get, I get squeamish just thinking about it personally myself. I understand. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what if you have life insurance? Um, I'm okay. glad you're getting to this because I was really curious about if you have life insurance and you haven't mentioned that, is that something that you can access or yeah, cash in or... 
And by the way, for whatever it's worth, I'm worth more live to you. <laughs> just, just the, yeah, you, I mean, you like you, to remind if, me of if that. You, if you, if you didn't know that. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I haven't forgotten. We're, we're <laughs> I remember when it was different. <laughs> Excuse me, Mike. Uh, yes, Tim. I, I found the abbreviation for COBRA. Thank you. Oh. And it, it stands for the Consolidated Omnibus Budget Reconciliation Act. Well, there you go. Listen. Uh, <laughs> that clears things up. Tim, now I want you to explain that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just got to go to Google for that. Don't, so, don't ask me. Interrupt any time. Thank you, Tim. I appreciate that. <laughs> no no okay. problem. Yep. Cobra. It sounds like a snake. He lost me at Omnibus. Omnibus. Yeah. I, I, remember, yeah. I can't remember the yeah. words. I don't know how to spell that. omnibus. Okay. Uh, anyway. It's uh, omnibus. Thank you. Right. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Okay. So anyway, um, so a, a lot of folks have life insurance through their place of work. Okay. okay. Let me back up. Most folks don't have enough life insurance, but the life insurance that they have, they probably have at work because many places of work offer that as an option sort of a thing. That's a good idea. And do okay. they offer whole, only whole life or do uh, they no, offer no, different no, types? Let, let, let me, 99 point whatever percent, this is a guess, of companies offer term insurance. Which is cheaper. Okay, which is cheaper and, and, and good coverage, okay, to their employees. Uh, and and most pl- times you would pay for the insurance yourself, but it's pretty cheap sort of a thing. Okay. Sometimes you might get help. But again, this is why you trip on down to the Human Resources Department and sit I down see. with, here are right. my thousand questions. You need, need to help me out here sort of a thing. But I, I guess my point is that uh, there are some circumstances where when you are leaving a company, you may be able to take that life insurance with you. And if you're already paying for most of it, that may well be a good idea. Now, this is, okay, to your question, it's probably not whole life and there's probably not any money there. So there's there. no cash value. There's, there's, there's a, an excellent chance the answer to that is yeah. no. But okay. it's protection. But it, it is protection. For your family. And, and by the way, you if you don't take that with you, well, first of all, you, you, to make that decision, you figure out whether you need it or not, okay? And then second okay. of all, if you don't take it with you, okay, um, you may not be able to replace it, kind of depending on your health, age, or the cost, or your circumstances, or stuff like that. So it's, it's generally a good idea to take it with you if you can, but this is way down your list of things to worry about if you're unemployed, but you got, got to bring up the subject. It, it, it is okay. something you don't want to dismiss casually because once you get employed, if you got rid of it and you find out you can't get insurance because you, you, know, you wanted to save the 30 bucks a month, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm not sure if that was the best decision sort of a thing. Okay, oh, so, I see. okay. so <clears throat> if, you can take, if you can take it with you, I would say think hard about doing that. And again, that revolves around whether you have enough coverage or not, or what your health situation is, whatever. And that's why they have human resources departments in most businesses, sort of a thing. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so, so could you speak to an agent of with the insurance company? I, I would certainly hope so. You know, given the circumstances, that the human resources department, obviously, there's a connection with a certain life insurance company that they probably talk to once in a while and maybe visit with the company or at least are available for phone calls. So sure. Okay. That, you know, you're going to need three weeks just to do all the work to get ready to be unemployed sort of a thing. It's, it's scary, to, but to do, you know, I, I've said, if you're not prepared, there's a whole lot of time that gets consumed doing this stuff 
that doesn't directly relate to looking for a job, and that's a you know obviously a downside from from there. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. How about other benefits? Well, okay, sure, and and um, so this is. Huh, this is another good reason. Okay, so maybe you had some sick days that you get paid for when you leave the company. You know, maybe you had three weeks of vacation days that you haven't taken yet that you can get paid for when you leave the company. Uh So obviously it depends on companies and it depends on circumstances and positions, but there's a possibility that you might have a slug of days of some sort or other, bereavement, you know, different companies call them different things, but you know, you, you might have some surprise pay there coming at you from your from your company. N- n- never mind, and I, I, I didn't mention this, but you, you might actually have a severance pay. There, there are some companies, okay, that when you get laid off, that this is not a common occurrence, but it happens sometimes where they'll give you a severance pay for three months or six months or a year. Again, depending on your income and value to the okay. company and circumstances and all of the good stuff, okay? okay. But, but a severance pay would be, you know, like, okay, Jeez, I don't have to worry about anything for the next six months, sort of a thing. Get going, but but you know there there may be some other benefits to get paid for with this vacation or sick days. You know, your company will probably remind you about that if they're there. But I would probably be asking if I wasn't sure, kind of given the circumstances, just to make sure. Okay. Okay. Um, I have, I have a question about sure. um, if you're with a large company and you've been. Paying into a pension or yeah. something like that. Uh, no, a I, pension or a retirement plan. I don't know. A pension is income. A retirement plan is money. Okay, like a four hundred one k. Okay. Okay. Keep going. So, a four hundred one k. Your money is invested somewhere. Came from your paycheck. It's yours. Okay, but what if you're paying into a pension, and does that still exist? Well, as a retired teacher, you paid into a yes. pension whether okay. you liked it or not because they okay. took money out of your paycheck. All right, so what happens if, say, you're with a private company yeah. and they're going to lay you off or yeah. your job is disappearing and yeah. you're not of retirement age or you're just before? Do you do people ever lose these pensions? And, and, and you had a pension. Uh, that's a good question. Uh, and I... I Forgot to put that in my outline, so I'm going to have to add, add that. Thank you. Well, that's Fair what right. I'm here for. Th- thank you. I understand. You're welcome. Okay. So, so, um, so, the way pensions work is that the longer you pay, the better they get. They kind of go up, you know, like exponentially over time. Okay. But if you have pension dollars that have been set aside for you, y- you may have two options about what to do with them. Sometimes they'll say, we'll just keep this pension in place. It won't be as big because you're not working here anymore, but somewhere down the line, you can call us and we'll send you some money. And and they'll give you examples of what that would look like. Or sometimes they may say, you can just take this money now and have a nice life. So either take a lump sum or keep the pension you may or may not have a choice about that, and you may, you know, you, you want to be careful about that. You know, that lump sum is fully taxable should you take it, folks. So that wouldn't be okay. good. Okay, sort of a thing. What uh, if you're 
What if you haven't been there for a certain amount of time? Is it so yeah, many yeah. years if, you if, get to be vested? The, 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 the way it, the way it kind of works, good question. The way it kind of works is that if you haven't been there for very long, they'll say, take a lump sum, that's your option, don't bother us, because you, you know, they don't want to do paperwork, right. been there for a so year you, or two. So you're not going to lose it all? No, no. You'll, you'll either get a refund in cash or a future pension benefit, and that's one other thing you just kind of need to take a look at and think about kind of given the circumstances. Okay. Okay, good question. That, I, okay. I neglected to put that in my 401k. Remind yeah. me to raise your radio show pay, okay, on this. Okay. Yes, thank okay. you. I'll be looking for it. It's definitely, <laughs> okay, definitely so folks, so what we're going to do next is take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about, uh, well, what about that 401k? What, what should we do with it? Okay, and then if we have some time, uh, a few thoughts about what you might do about getting a new job. But that's not my big area of expertise, but I think I've got some pretty good ideas here anyway. So, folks, we're going to take a break and be right back. (laughs) 